Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my Yes, that's right. Nothing but Netflix is back this week to talk about a brand new home renovation show coming to Netflix. It's How to Build a Sex Room. And now here we are with a man who will find out how much home renovation he's up to do. It's the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm happy to be here, yep. but I'm a little confused. I, I was informed uh, that we were not allowed to talk about this show. Now, is that correct? Who said that? I thought Nicole said that we weren't going to do this. Oh. You know, just like, oh, okay, listen, put our foot down. What if they snitch? Chappelle, what if the patron snitch? Chappelle, listen. Mm-hmm. If we only did things on the podcast that my wife <laughs> said we can do, there wouldn't be a podcast anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're right. She don't we, need she to know. Even- <laughs> about what we do up here, okay? That's fine. Yeah, this will be like our secret thing that we do. Like it's it's in this like pr- like hidden room behind the kitchen, down into the yeah. basement. Like you just store it off, yeah. and Nicole never has to know about it. Let me tell you something. She doesn't want to know what goes on up here. Okay, <laughs> exactly. She's happy real. living in ignorance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I invited her. I said, mm-hmm. Nicole. Please join us. We have room for more. You know, we always down for a group thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she turned us down. Luckily, Rob, we have a guest to come in her place because, I mean, yes. she wasn't down for this. She, well, like, first off, she wasn't invited uh, other than by yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, it never, yeah, it, was, um, it, never, it, it never made it to her. <laughs> okay. Um, we said last week, let's talk about how to build a sex room. We talked about the man from Toronto with... 
Kirsten McInnes, and we were talking about what we're going to watch next week. And I said, let's talk about how to build a sex room. And what we should do, Chappelle, let's not name a guest. Let's let the Mm -hmm. guest find us. Let's plant our flag and let's see who sends us the incoming message. And so, yeah. And then, Um, yes. I mean, we got the message before we were even like done recording the podcast. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't tell you, like, I mean, we had, like, it hadn't even released yet. And I'd already gotten Mm -hmm. informed by this person that they were down to talk about sex. So I'm very interested to hear their insight and to find out why exactly they wanted to talk about this show. Um, So I'm happy that uh, they're with us. But uh, Rob, you have to introduce our guest. It's Puya. Puya Zimbakili. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So I did, I did shoot the text out. I did put out the portal. I said, Hey, bat signal. I'm ready if you need me. And I guess, uh, Chappelle decided I was the top candidate for the job. So yeah. I'm happy to be here as the, um, the guest for this wild show. Yeah. Very excited to have you here, Puya, to talk about, uh, this uh, brand new show that only dropped on Friday. So, um, it, I think it's what eight episodes, Chappelle. Yes, eight episodes at various lengths. Honestly, yo, like some of them were like thirty-five minutes, forty-five minutes. It mm-hmm. just kind of seemed like they were just vibing and seeing how much they can, um, yeah. you know, fit into each episode. Uh, most of them have cliffhangers that lead you into the next episode, so it's gonna it pushes you straight through the series very quickly. Yeah, I, look, I think that it's a series that, true to its subject matter, is gonna be a little loosey goosey with the runtimes. Okay, that they're not uh, under any sort of like we have to be done. That's gonna take as long as it takes. There's gonna mm-hmm. be there's gonna be pleasure. There's going to be pain. <laughs> yeah, various links. Like I said earlier, uh, in a, in a, in a, in a you variety on your of toes. Things. Yeah. Yes. Just and, when you think you know seat. what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so it, it just takes you on a journey. And so eight episodes. It was an easy watch, though. How much of the show did you watch, uh, Puya? I watched the first two episodes. Okay. And okay. the start of the third to see what happened with the couple, mm-hmm. the reveal mm-hmm. for the second episode. Yeah. How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix is a show for folks uh, who feel that Sticks and stones may break their bones, but chains and whips excite them. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that. Yeah. And, and, and it was, did you enjoy it? Because I, I thought this was a very interesting I, spin I loved on it. the. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big HGTV guy, but um, this, I was like, I could do this. This yeah. is fine. Yes. So I've watched a fair share of the HGTV shows and you're like, they're always the same. Um, they, they change things up a little bit here and there, but you know, from a, uh, formula perspective, yeah, this was very much that you meet a couple, you hear about like, uh, their, uh, specific pain points, uh, with their uh, space. And then we get our host, Melanie Rose, who comes in to uh, dress up their different spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave me, because um, I don't watch HGTV, so um, that's a relatively foreign concept to me, but it did give me, if you like mixed Super Nanny, where they come in and they observe and they ask you questions with uh, Pimp My Ride, you're really getting the be- the both worlds put together mm-hmm. to then build this sex room for couples who either really know what they want or really do not know what they want. And Melanie does a great job of getting to the bottom of what your needs and wants are. Yeah. Right. That was, 
That was probably the most fascinating thing about this show is that, it's, yes, it's called How to Build a Sex Room, and it very much is about that, but this is just not like, okay, we got two freaks who want to get freaky, and so we're building a freak room. <laughs> it's it's it, it's uh, like an array of issues that they're dealing with. So we have but sometimes that, it's that. I mean, th- yeah, sometimes it's that. Yeah. You know, again, there's a spectrum. You know, you have the people who are mm-hmm. like, we, we are freaky and we want to explore that, uh, so we need a room for that, and that's fine. But you also have couples that say, like, uh, we just aren't getting there, into, like, intimately um it, it, we're ha- we're struggling in the bedroom maybe even our marriage is struggling sometimes right and so we have some people who are really in need of therapy and they're starting with their their home space you know to begin that conversation about you know the levels that they're going to take this to in their marriage um and then you even have some you know uh alternative lifestyle couples if you will and mm-hmm. or relationships if you will with some polyamorous things going on so you really cover an array of issues here that is just not like we some freaks uh even though if they some freaks, they doing the freaky thing. We don't yuck mm-hmm. anybody's yum on this podcast. No, no, no. strictly yumming yums. Yeah, we yum we're yums yumming here. the yums, and we're <laughs> we're yucking the yucks. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I will say that I feel like that the show really goes in one of two directions because I feel like that there are some times where people are like, "Hey, we are looking for we are looking for uh, a a sex dungeon." Like sexy sex dungeon. Uh, this is what we want. And then I feel like there's a couple of people that are like, yeah, can you just like remodel our bedroom? <laughs> That's all we want. Yeah. yeah. Just you know, spice, like change it up a little bit, renovate it. Because I mean, I'm assuming that the show foots the bill. Like well, they're not paying for whatever. That Melanie to me, there. Puya, is the is the million dollar question uh, with this show. Because um, Chappelle, I feel like a lot of these HGTV shows are, hey, our budget is like we've got, you know, $25,000 that we're willing to put into this home renovation. Now, nothing more unsexy than talking about how much money it would cost to build your custom sex room. Um, I, I don't know if they were looking for people to appear on how to build a sex room. And so that for appearing on the show and letting us get a closer look. At your innermost, uh, you know, kinks and desires, uh, we will foot the bill for this. Or did the couples on the show have to pay for the renovation? Well, again, this isn't like my uh, level of expertise when it comes to home renovation shows. But what would make this any different than like uh, like a flip your house or, you know, those kind of shows where they come in and do this thing um, and then they just give the people an entire new home, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I guess if they make them cover the bill in those shows, this should be no different. But it's just the level of renovation that they do to some of these homes like it could be a, a, a single bedroom in one home or a entire basement studio apartment, you know, in the next home uh, or a garage. And I think at one point she attached the patio to somebody's home. So I think I, I don't know. I'd have to assume Netflix is covering it because I mean, the amount of money that would go into some of this stuff is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're taking an unfinished basement and you're finishing it to this level like that's a, that's not pocket change that's a little that's quite a bit of money and i feel like one of the other ones in episode two or end of episode one we got introduced to who um they were focusing on that spare room there was no i feel like there was no um bed frame there so why are you if you're not investing in anything in that room does that mean that you have to pay for the stuff that's coming or you're like well it's free so why would we bother no, getting th- a bed you, frame? you know what happened puya these what? people they got on the show and they're like sell all our stuff okay 
Just sell everything. <laughs> Netflix is going to get us more free stuff. Okay. So, Liquidate. yeah. If we sell it before they come, we keep the money. If they just haul it out of here, who knows what's going on with that? I respect that's it. probably fair. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, because the the uh, I, I'm a minimalist myself, but I, you walk into a bedroom and see a mattress on the floor, and I'm like, is this a, yeah. a webby music video? What is happening? <laughs> and so for me, for yeah. me, I was just like, whoa, baby, buy a bed frame. No. So I'm assuming that they I'm sold sorry, the stuff. That guy Ryan, he seemed like he knew like all of the angles in terms of everything. Like uh, they 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 even said like, oh yeah, we just felt like it. we weren't feeling it, so we sold it. Like no, you knew you were getting new stuff, and you sold it. That's what happen but it's uh very interesting uh what goes on in this show um Chappelle, i think also then you can never sell your home then after you appear on <laughs> build the sex room <laughs> absolutely not i was even just thinking about staging you know when people come just to do the walkthrough like the these bedrooms and those are the ones i have the issue with if you have a sex dungeon and it's a separate space or whatever perfectly fine whatever you tell people hey that's a sex dungeon we did that it's a thing if you don't like it whatever but if this is your bedroom and i walk in there and you got like decorative anal beads like whoa hold on baby slow down yeah so like <laughs> yeah well you both to- things both things i feel like that you know uh, like the, the stuff that's built into the wall is is an issue but puya mm-hmm. i mean would would you buy a home with a used sex dungeon I mean, that's a tough question, isn't it? Because like, if, if if it's sterilized, then logically, maybe, you know, it's fine. You think it might add to the asking price of the home? Hey, if the right couple comes to them, like, ooh, we've always thought about this, but we never said we were never really going to invest in it. Mm-hmm. But now it's available. We'll do it. I feel like, you know, think of it similarly to, oh, we've always wanted a hot tub, but we were never going to invest in a hot tub. But if it comes with the house, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then I think I think the ultimate question is. Are you going to be able to get past the fact that another couple has used the space before you or not? I feel like that depends couple to couple at that point. Mm-hmm. It does because you don't like, again, we're not yucking anybody's yum. No. Some people will be like, you sex room. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, could, there's a place where you could post that, you know, and people would, you would get a lot of clicks, a lot of likes and a lot of engagement, depending on which website you posted on. So I'm, I'm sure that that's not a deal breaker, but there are certain areas of the house that I I'll put it like this. If you have a sex room, I am more inclined to think that maybe the sex is happening there. And I can say that maybe all the rest of the rooms are not the sex room, because if you don't have one, the living room could be the sex room. Dear God, the kitchen could be the sex room. You don't know. And so at least now I know which room where I have to, you know, wear my my, uh, gloves. See, (laughs) I don't think that that limits you to one room. I think if you have a sex room, you might be more likely to have explored other rooms for sex as well. I think every room is fair game. Now, hold on. Now, you go and spend all this money or you let Netflix do all of this stuff and add all this stuff to it. And you're like, but what if we what if we what if we chilled in the living room today? Like, God damn it. You get in that mm-hmm. damn basement. You get in that dungeon yeah. now. <laughs> well, I mean, you you know, we are we're all grown men here. Right. We you know, we have lived some years and, you know, we can eat steak every day. But every now and then you're like, you know what? That ramen from college hit, though. Let me get some ramen. It's the <laughs> same vibe. You're in the sex room, in the sex See, room. You're like, you know what? How about the couch one time? To me, Puya, yeah. I, I think that the best analog for the sex room mm-hmm. is a podcast room. Go on. Yeah. Soundproofed. Well, and that's why I feel like, um, you know, as, as somebody who has built a podcast room, like I feel like I have a uh, particular skill set to bring to this conversation here with both of you here today. So, okay. yeah, I think a podcast room is a lot like a sex room. 
Uh, one, you need like a special place where, you know, you're going to go and get into the mood uh, for mm-hmm. said activities, uh, which happens like with in varying, uh, you know, uh, degrees of times a day with various different partners. You want to have certainly soundproofing. Yes, that's very, certainly. That, that's that's very much the same. You need sort of like the right lighting that you want to have. Uh, you want to have all the right tools at your disposal as well. Mm-hmm. You want it to be a comfortable okay. space. You want it to have the right temperature that you're able to adjust to what, whatever is going on. Gives there's you a pleasure. Lot, there's a lot of cables around. A lot of cables, you know. Yeah, probably like uh, in Ryan's room, what, Bluetooth? You know, you got to have your speaker <laughs> set up. a portable yeah. speaker. Yep. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's insertion because yeah. you're inserting the cables into. There, there's into a ports. lot of clamps that go around here. <laughs> yeah, it's very technical in some aspects. But like, mm-hmm. don't you want? Don't do you add any sensuality to your podcast room, Rob? Chappelle, you see this lighting around here? I mean, that's it's no, very that's... inclusive lighting. It is, but you know, people have described it as uh, mm-hmm. very inclusive. Yeah. But you know, like, but is it sensual? Did, what are your sensual? textures like? Hmm. Yeah. What are your textures like, like in your carpet? podcast room? Yeah. Is it carpeted? Yeah. You gotta have carpet. Yeah. Nice. Do you? In a in your po- I'm sorry. Podcast your podcast room. room. Your pod- you have to have. Yeah. yeah. No, no, for cleaning. Yeah, I've purposes. got a carpet in my stream room right here. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I but, watched uh one episode of this show where they added a drain to their sex room. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so you Puya, your face. What is that about? Explain. Was this an episode I've watched or no? No, ep- no, no, no. Okay. Okay. I, I, was, I was reading ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you want me to you want me to uh charade it out for you here, Puya? Oh yeah. please. Okay. Um Okay, this is uh, well. I, I guess this is a podcast charades. Okay, this is a this is a color of one of the lights that's over here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's the first part. First uh, f- sounds like blue. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Then somebody who's very arrogant would be. A dick. No. <laughs> no. Close. Close. It took us this long to yeah. say the word dick in a section of film podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm mm-hmm. trying to connect the dots here. It is it is uh, in the AM. Yeah. This is the morning. Coffee's yes. still kicking you're in. So you're Cocky. So, okay. No, no, okay. Figure it out. I would like to solve the puzzle. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to say yeah. that though. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> makes sense now. It totally makes sense. Yeah. But Damn, to, I watched the wrong episode. Yeah, well, that's late. That's later in the season. Okay, uh, but just okay. to go back to the analog of the podcast room, like Chappelle, like I don't do a lot of podcasts in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. the, you, once you have the podcast room, you know, they yeah, like, you can, you stay in the podcast. Ninety nine point nine percent of the podcasts are happening in this room. But and then, and, until you end up at Wegmans, until you end up at Wegmans, yeah, yeah. And all but all bets are off. You know, True, an exhibition is truly you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, um, I guess let's talk about the first episode of uh, the show because yeah, it was that there was uh, some basic things that I expected, and then I thought it also took some different turns. Uh, we meet Melanie Rose Chappelle. Can you describe Melanie? 
Uh, yeah, Puya takes me a, a very good uh, de- like description of her, but I would like to say maybe like uh, she called herself the fairy godmother of sex rooms, and so she's more like like imagine the fairy godmother from Shrek. Uh, the third is that Shrek the third, mm-hmm. and she is de- decorating your sex room. So, uh, uh, a very uh, she's very British. So that gives you the super nanny reference mm-hmm. that Puya was talking about. Uh, but she she seems like a handsome lady. She's just coming in and she's uh giving her insight into home design. So she has been a home, a home doing home design or renovations for over fifteen years. But the last ten years, it's really been mostly sex rooms. Like somebody came to her for the first time and was like, hey. I really want this sex room. And she was thinking, okay, I mean, this seems like fun, but now she's turned it into a career and a Netflix series. So she's a, um, a lady of a certain age, but uh, she is, uh, she has a lot of spunk. She's spicy. Oh yeah. Um, she's fun. A lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. She's got some pizzazz to her. Yes. Um, this really speaks to her uh, that she's not just an interior designer, but uh, Puya, that this is like her calling. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it's throughout watching the show, you really understand that she is about this life. Like, she understands it. She knows what they need. She definitely has a list of contacts and places to take these couples to show them some stuff, give them an idea of what they need. I feel like she had them discover stuff that they didn't know they even wanted. So she really knows all. Yeah. Yeah, she really does know all because uh she comes in and people like sort of like give it okay, here's like our, our wish list. And some of the couples like know a little bit more about what they want uh than us. But Chappelle, what was surprising to me was that I thought we were like really gonna be focused on the room. Really gonna be focused on the architecture, uh the interior design of everything that was going on. But she comes in a la Tony Vlachos. And <laughs> She <laughs> is loaded with a bag of tricks That's that right. she's going to drop on these couples of, okay, so I know you're talking about, you know, sexy dungeon, but have you thought about this? And she's uh, going to go into her bag and has all sorts of different appliances and devices, mm-hmm. instruments, Toys, toys, yeah, and riding crops. She loves yeah. a, she loves a good riding crop. I was like, oh, this woman was a jockey in a past life. It seems riding crops and f- and flogs. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's big on the flogging. Or she she's always going to test your uh, level of commitment to this uh, sex room life with the flog. Right? She she leads with the the riding crop flog combination. Like, so we're going to talk impact play or mm-hmm. what's going impact on here? Play. And, yeah, but depending on how you react to that, then she slips out, okay, well, we have handcuffs as well, so clearly mm-hmm. she doesn't pass in law enforcement, and then if you like, oh, back up off the handcuffs, she's like, okay, I won't go any further, I'll, let's let's go backwards, let's do ostrich feathers, so she really tries to gauge what she does, but if you like the handcuffs, she's gonna throw an anal bead at you, like, quickly, like, here's a butt plug, and then you're like, oh, okay, and they're like weighted butt plugs as well, you know, like, they're heavy, like, I think somebody said you could kill a kangaroo in Australia, and so, um, you know, this this is the type of things that she does with her bag of trips. Now that has to be the heaviest bag because she just was reaching in there like the Barney bag. It's endless. Every time she reached in there, she was just pulling out like like sharp or dull or long objects. I mean, or at ribbed. this point, like weighted, ribbed for mm-hmm. everyone's pleasure. It was everything in that bag. So she was in her bag, out of her bag, on the table. It was crazy. Yeah. It seems like that that is like her first impulse to go to. Uh, all right, let's get let's get the flog out here. 
Seems like yeah. that you that uh, have you have you tried flogging yet? It's a gateway drug, from what I understand. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So that's where uh, she's going, Melanie. She's got she's locked and loaded. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was very fun to see with the couples because obviously some of the couples they're pretty much on the same page. They've clearly been more vocal about this stuff with each other. They've been more open with each other. But then some couples. You could tell one was a lot more open to all this and one was a little bit more reserved. And this was a great way to gauge where are you as a couple sexually? Because I'm not going to ask you to watch. I'm going to figure it out based on your reaction to these items. Yeah. And she's very astute in that she knows that even though these couples are married, they might not be completely open with each other about their their intimacy problems or their sexual fantasies. So she always makes a point of splitting the couple up and trying to talk to them one on one to find out what is it that you like that he might not like or vice versa. And um, and I think that really works because it helps her find a middle ground for what she wants the room to look like. Uh, so, yeah, in a way, she's kind of a sex therapist, um, a weird way, but that's kind of what she's doing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk about the first couple that we are introduced to on the show. Um, and, you know, I, I did not uh, get their names. Do, do you happen to have them? Yeah, Taylor I and AJ. Taylor and AJ. Yes. Taylor, Taylor and AJ. And Taylor, TNA. T- Taylor and AJ. Well done. So they, they bring Melanie in. And, of course, uh, they are looking for her to build uh, a legit sex room for them. Now, well, the cool thing that they have, they, they already have a built-in like secret passage in their house. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, this is great. All right, secret passage. This is where the you got to sneak in this secret passage to get to the sex room. But the, the secret passage is to the washer and the dryer. Chappelle, how <laughs> impractical is this? Yeah, so I think that used to just be a regular door, and then they just added that little like swindle like uh, door that kind of spins or whatever spindle. Uh, so like, yeah, it looks like a secret passage, but I know that they just put that there because eventually but they wanted this I, I to don't be know their how sexual. You get through with the laundry basket. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem. I don't like know how they got they the washer and the dryer it. in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I guess that doorway was a little bit wider before they put in that like or, really ridiculous thing. I think mm-hmm. they put the wash in the dryer and then they put the door up uh, because they're like, gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then from there, but then you go by the washer and the dryer. Then there's like a trap door to go, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you go down a ladder to the unfinished basement. I hate that ladder so much. Like mm-hmm. I hate that ladder so much. Not for very sexy. Not, not very sexy. No, yeah. For people who haven't watched the show, it's got you know like a like an attic adder ladder or whatever, or like a down into the basement. So you have to like like literally scale down the thing yeah, to get into the room. Yeah, backwards. and I was like that. That's dumb. You know, like uh, uh, like uh, regular steps would be nice. Uh, maybe like a, a pole, like a fire oh, department fire or something. Pole, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you get yeah, up, but you know. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You figure that out later. You'll get up eventually. It's a sex room. Yeah. Yeah. You want a couple of drinks. Get out. I do not want to go on this ladder. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I, you might harm yourself on the way down, depending on your level of excitement. Who knows? You might, tr- you know. Yeah. hit something i don't know but that's a tough 911 call to make right of like uh like i i fall i've fallen down the stairs of my sex dungeon yeah we're, we're out here where are you i'm i'm downstairs like south of the sex wing you'll find me there i'm, I'm on the floor i can't really move yeah it'll There's be a awkward, secret passage it, yeah in the kitchen mm-hmm. it's gonna say adults that play on it when you see that <laughs> yeah pull that open <laughs> Yeah, make <laughs> make a left at the trust me, love me, f me sign. You'll see me. I'm right there. Yeah, that was very off putting. When I saw that that was where the room was, the first thing I thought is she has to put in some regular steps, and she does not. So they, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and so they end up with going with the un, they want to like basically finish off the the unfinished basement and turn it into the uh like sexy dungeon, but emphasis on more on the sexy than the dungeon. Yes. Very yeah. few people, Chappelle, say I, that I, I'm looking for a sex dungeon, but more dungeon than sex. I don't know about very few people. Uh, it's probably like a, a 50-50 split. You like if 50/50? you say sex dungeon, I feel like if you say sex dungeon, then you look, you want dungeon. You know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like dungeon is heavily implied that there needs to be a dungeon feel to it at some point. Whereas like, that's why they call this show how to build a sex room, because mm-hmm. plenty of these people want a room only a couple of them really want a dungeon. And so yeah. I think this was this was more dungeony than a lot of them were, actually. You know, it was very heavy on the sex, but mm-hmm. you know, not not completely light on dungeon. I mean, we got there later on. And the fact that it's in a basement, I think being in a basement doesn't that automatically kind of qualify it as a dungeon. Yeah. A little You'll human, admit. I bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Rob, I feel like what you said earlier. All podcast rooms can be become sex dungeons. I don't think all sex dungeons can become podcast rooms because this specific uh, sex dungeon that we're going to talk about here has a nice exposed brick on the yeah. on the walls. They like put this glossy finish on the yeah. floor, which look re- like it really looked like it could be a podcast studio. No, it would it would be terrible for uh, acoustics, Puya. Acoustics, yes, but for looks, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, look aesthetically good. pleasing. Look good. This would be like a good like talk show set, I think. Yeah, uh, more yeah. so than like a recording studio. Yeah, you got to talk fantasy football at 4 and then kinky at 5. Yeah. You're here. So, Chappelle, one of the things that I really also did not expect was, you know, we sort of like got the bag of tricks dumped out on the table uh for our couple. And so, in addition to like, hey, uh here here's uh this thing, maybe you want to try this. Um, we brought in like uh people like instructors to demonstrate the the flogs in the riding crop. 
Okay, yeah. Especially with this couple in particular. So this couple is very clear that they are on the same page sexually for the most part. Um, And so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, let's see how far you're willing to go. Like, what are the boundaries that we're going to lean into when it comes to creating this room? Because like they said, less dungeon and more sensual sexy. They didn't want like raunchy, but they wanted hints of raunchiness. So she had to gauge that by taking them to, um, to go find out about a little bit more about the flogging because uh, AJ is like, I don't really understand the appeal of it, but I'm down for whatever. AJ is good to go. He's good to go. Um, but Taylor is like, no, let's just, let's see what the flogging is like. So they go to like the flogging workshop. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they have to practice the flogging. And so we're seeing various levels of flogging on, um, on uh, Taylor's back and, and backside. And she's like, kind of like, okay, I, I, I understand, you know, they practice. So I really like that. They brought in the professionals. You just can't, you know, it's one of those, like, don't try this at home without any, like, you know, somebody's going to lose an eye. No. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You can hurt someone. And so I, I like that. They're taking the time to um, prepare for this new level of kink that they're going to be exploring. Yeah. Puya, another device I learned a lot about, and I am probably, Look, I don't want to be out here showing my whole ass to everybody, but oh. you know, I did not know about the St. Andrew's Cross. Yeah, we got a little bit of a history lesson here. I didn't know there was there was story behind yeah. this. And look, a lot of people, and again, I look, uh, I again, I here I am like just showing my naivete. Um, <laughs> did not think about a lot of like sexy crucifixions. Uh, but apparently St. Andrew might have had one of the you know, most sexy crucifixions of that because because they did it to St. Andrew on an X. Yeah. The X one, of the se- one of the sexiest letters, right, Puya? I mean, if you put three of them next to each other, oh, yeah. yeah you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Three St. Andrew's crosses right in a row. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a Vin Diesel movie, right? Um, <laughs> or an Ice Cube movie, depending on if you're looking at the sequel. Mm-hmm. You know what you're into. Um, I... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like the history lesson. And um, Melanie gives us a couple of those throughout the series. So this is not the only time where she just kind of gives us a back story about uh, one of the tools that she's using in these sex rooms. But the story behind St. Andrews is that uh, it was one of the apostles who was crucified by the Romans. Um, and he was believed that he was like unworthy to be crucified on a cross like uh, that of Christ. So um, he met his end on a like satirical X. You know, mm-hmm. not a cross, but an X. And so now that X is being used to uh, be uh, like, uh, like almost like to attach you to and like to sp- almost like in a, like an X form, you know, mm-hmm. to yes. put, you, put you up against a wall or something like that. And so they really get into maybe some bondage when it comes to the St. Andrew's cross. Yeah. And Melanie, this is her favorite. She yeah, should she sort it. of guide you towards like what she likes. I mean, oh, definitely. That's how it works. Right, and she gets everybody uh, like um, you know try try this out, and everybody is uh, you know on board. And okay, great, I'm going to install this in the sex dungeon. I appreciate that we started with this couple because this couple is probably just like the most okay. We're we're willing to try stuff. We are on the same page. There's not a lot of disagreement between them, and so we kind of it, it leads you in like not in the most like abrupt matter. You're like like oh my god, what is all of this? But you kind of understand what the show is mm-hmm. about. Whereas later on, like Puya was saying, you get couples that are not on the same page that are kind of exploring these ideas yes. for the first time. Um, this couple is like no, 
just we'll hear it out. We'll have the conversation at the very yeah. least. And so yeah, they're down for the uh, the cross as well. Very sex positive. Very much. We are looking for you to build a sex dungeon for us. Like uh, this is basically like as as the label says on the show that this is the couple that is uh, really the embodiment of that. Yeah, they know exactly what they want. They were the one couple where they were in and out of the episode within like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Everyone else had a little bit of spillover to the next episode where they're longer. There were a lot more questions. But yeah, Taylor and AJ kind of already knew what they needed. They just wanted that reno and they got it. Yeah. I think also <laughs> this show, I think what they do well for the Netflix format is that like they could have just like given like each of these couples like their own episode and then you're just watching that and and that would feel much more like an hgtv thing but like there is a lot of spillover as puya mentioned of like okay so we're gonna meet raj and ryan and we're gonna start with them in this episode but we're not gonna finish up with them in the first episode and and after a while you don't even know what episode you're watching it's to keep the show going you know Mm -hmm. it's so it's so you don't feel like you watched one episode and just quit you know you watch an episode and you think well, I, like Booya said, I have to sleep. I have to watch the third episode now because yeah, I mm-hmm. want to find out what happened to uh, the spicy clam chowder uh, couple, you know. And so um, that's that's kind of a good format for this kind of show because you think, okay, I saw the two, I saw the resolution, but if you want to really catch the climax of all of these, you have to move over into the next episode. Yeah, especially with Netflix's blink and you'll miss the next episode. It quickly takes you over. It could just be like one big mini series that you're yeah. just watching in continuation. At what point I had to look up, I'm like, wait, what episode am I watching? Is this, uh, <laughs> did I, am I in the fourth episode? Yeah. So they, they do a good job with that. But let's talk a little bit about, uh, Raj and Ryan. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Before we move forward, we cannot like gloss over one of my favorite characters who throughout yes. Oh yes. Oh yes, that's throughout true. the series, this person is just I mean, the the the, the chemistry uh that we experience on the show with Mike the contractor yes. and Melanie is so good. Um it, Mike has been brought in, I guess he's been her general contractor for a while, uh in he I thought at first glance, okay, maybe Mike might just be like thrown into something he wasn't ready for. Like, uh, could you imagine just being a, like a regular ass contractor, minding your own business? And then someone's like, have you, have you ever seen St. Andrew's Cross? And then next thing you know, you're in a sex dungeon. Uh, and so the first episode is very unclear as to, you know, wh- what Mike's level of involvement in- is. But by the end of the series, the, the play i don't want to say the play but you know it's definitely like the um the chemistry between mike and melody i was like this is a good showman you know Uh, Mm -hmm. it seems like he has a wife but i mean if they're open to the conversation i don't think he wouldn't explore it and i don't think melanie wouldn't either i love seeing them together they were very fun yeah the um the comparison i made earlier pimp my ride had mad mike how to build a sex room has kinky Mike and kinky Mike is a lot of fun. So, I enjoyed his involvement. Is it so much that uh, Mike is kinky or is it more that uh, we, we see that Melanie uh, likes to make Mike uncomfortable? Uh, Mike gets comfortable very quickly. I don't know. <laughs> you know? I mean, they yeah. were, they were practicing stuff outside on the lawn yeah. with the equipment they brought in. So yeah. Did you get to the far where, uh, we got Mike's son watching uh, what was going on. Yeah, one of Melanie's favorite parts of any of these renovations is when the the tools and the furniture comes in because she, yeah. that's when she is like she's ordered out the you know the uh, like um, fancy sex positive 
furniture and toys and all this stuff. And so now that it's arriving in crates, she has to go and reveal this stuff to uh, Mike. The, the issue here is that Mike's son, I guess, Jeremiah, he's, it looks like he's an, an adult, but he's an assistant to Mike. So he's around too to experience some mm-hmm. of the, uh, the kinky stuff. Yeah. And these yeah. St. Andrew's so, crosses aren't going to move themselves, Chappelle. Exactly. So he brought in his son. Now, I don't think Jeremiah was ready for uh, Melanie to then lay on the spank bench for her, her dad to um, for his dad to practice mm-hmm. flogging her. But uh, that's exactly what happens. And he does say, I don't know if mom would be cool with this. But again, I think if they had the conversation, maybe, maybe you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know the nature of Mike and uh, his wife's relationship. We, but we do have to go- to take the, uh, a hint from the son who says, I don't think mom is going to like <laughs> I mean, what, what do these kids know? You never know. You float, float know. the idea out. Yeah, well, here's you the know. thing. What Melanie does with all the couples is that she kind of gauges their level of interest in this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think she's doing the same thing with Mike. The first episode, she's like, St. Andrew's Cross, flogging. By the fourth episode, she's like, stripper pole? You know, mm-hmm. anal, anal beads? You know, I was like, whoa, okay, lady. Um, All right. And Mike's like, I mean, we can we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. There there's definitely some things that Mike had never seen before, and that like he didn't sound completely opposed to learning about. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about um, Raj and Ryan, and uh, this is a couple who not looking so much for a sex room uh, as they are looking for. Hey, we need a makeover in the bedroom. Yeah, they wanted to, from what I gathered, is that their most adventurous times happen when they're on vacation, you know, hotel sex, vacation sex. So they wanted to recreate that energy. Now, was this their main bedroom or was this a spare bedroom? I think this that was they, their main room, right? This was the master bedroom, and I was appalled. <laughs> <laughs> was Why? not a great room, Chappelle, right? The room is horrible. Just the build of the room in general. It's an L-shaped bedroom, and they're like, we don't know where to put the bed. Duh, because it's like it should be over there in that corner. It should be over there, and they just don't. They don't think the same. I think that's the thing. They they clearly love each other. They they're very like uh like intimate with each other. Mm -hmm. It's it's very clear that they trust each other. But um, Ryan does a lot of thinking with uh like logic, as they like to point out, and then Raj is very much more in touch with her feelings. And so that is not meshing well. Now it is weird to me that the entire house seems to be decorated just fine, but you get into the bedroom and it's a mattress on the floor. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's shenanigans. Like you just <laughs> wanted somebody to come decorate this room. And apparently it's not even a good mattress. Like it was no. not a great mattress. So What's that about? Did they change they, out the mattress for them, or did, I, I feel like that that uh, it, it, they did? It looked oh, fluffier. They, it looked yeah. nicer. It looked bigger. They, they brought in a whole new bed that was equipped with harnesses because that trash air mattress that they were sleeping on was not <laughs> did not count. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was just like, man, y'all grown? Ain't no way. Ain't no you damn way. You have a whole way. house. You have a whole right. house. At, at this point, the master bedroom is the living room because ain't no way you sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Okay. And so uh, for Raj and Ryan, um, that they definitely are a contrast in styles in terms of like uh, what they're uh, looking for together. Uh, even like in terms of like what they want, uh, Ryan seems like that he wants to basically like set up like a Best Buy in the bedroom, which is not what Raj is looking for. 
Yeah, Radio Shack it up in this uh, in this room, please. Well, Radio Shack it up these days. Uh, Chappelle, yeah, I'm Radio sure you've seen some of, some of their tweets. They don't yeah. have any problem with the dirty talk these days. Yeah, the, I think Ryan wanted Radio Shack the store, and Raj wanted Radio Shack the Twitter account. Is what was going <laughs> yeah. on. Well, Radio Shack the Twitter account follows me, and I follow them back. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's next level. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's. So we're gonna get into like uh, the bag of tricks again. And mm-hmm. get get a sense of uh, like what what they're what they're looking for, and um, again, like it seems like that. Uh, it seems to me like Ryan seems very uh, reserved, Chevelle. Mm-hmm. See, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan does not care about foreplay or anything of like of that nature. He sees his wife. She does it for him. That's all he needs. And so he's ready to get in and get out, if you will. And the, the, the toys and the bag of tricks is definitely to set the mood. He doesn't need that. He's, that's why he's like, I just want Bluetooth speakers in my, in my sex room. And that's it. Um, so mm-hmm. when he sees the riding crop, he's like, Oh, okay. I can kind of feel that flogging sounds, sounds mm. good. Handcuffs. Absolutely not. Stop it. And and he gives his background saying, like, I grew up in Brooklyn in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, no, no one's handcuffing me. <laughs> but at that point, um, you know, Melanie takes a step back and is like, OK, feather duster. You know, how about ostrich feathers? You know, she does. She does not pull out the anal plug on Ryan because she can tell he's not he, he's not down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out. He's out on this because he was like, yeah, I, you know, I don't really trust people like that. And I feel like Raj is like the first person I truly trust. Yeah. And even then he's like, I'm going to struggle with this. No, it's no for me. So my favorite thing that Melanie did with them was that, OK, we need to work on some dirty talk for the two of you. So we're going to blindfold you, kind of get you both in like a makeshift podcast booth. Um, and you're going to go back and forth uh, talking dirty with each other and so um of the two of them it seemed like you know raj uh she she's into it okay she's able to like uh get into you know um you know saying different things that are appropriate uh but my guy ryan i feel like was struggling in this area now maybe he was because he was on tv Chappelle. No, no. I think this just wasn't his bag. Like again, he doesn't need this. This is not for this is not for Ryan. Ryan very much has identified what gets him going and it's his wife. And that's it. That's all. So for him all this extra stuff is just a little much for him. Um okay, so, and so we're going to start with some fruit. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then that's going to be the first course and then the main course yeah. is going to be you right he's like i should light a candle yeah Sex- sexually is this like- so <laughs> melody melody has to step in and kind of feed him lines to say in this sound booth as they try to explore the dirty talk between ryan and, and raj now ryan's um version of, of sex sex talk or dirty talk is very much what you were describing very like clinical and very just like was well, it's, it's very like uh by the numbers, if you will. Um, and Melanie tries to tell him, like, no, try saying this. She uses a couple words. She tells him, put this in your own words, because maybe it's cultural. And there were a couple moments where she was saying words that he typically would not say. So he had to kind of uh, use that in his own way to make it feel like it's more of himself, because mm-hmm. uh, black folk don't say cock. And so... Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. 
No, it's not a thing. Yeah, it, we like in terms of gun, yes. In terms of sex, no. Interesting. And so I've yeah. never heard you say cock before. That was that, it's not. A, it's not. It was hard to yeah. say it just now. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, uh, cock. Like, like, it's just not. Uh, just uh, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. I might have to go like watch a like Tubi or something like that to get my black card back after that one. <laughs> no. Puya, I, I did think uh, Ryan had uh, one, one line. The, the, maybe, maybe this was a good line uh, that uh, he said that he's gonna make sure that the area is properly irrigated. He did, he did, and you know what they say, Rob? Uh, farming's a real hand job, so <laughs> it really, it really works there for him. This is the weirdest Farm use of the guy studio. Sixty nine, indeed. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen. First of all, I've never seen a studio where there's like. There's like uh, like a beaded curtain in the back, but then also like floral wallpaper. Yeah. Because when you move over to Melanie, it looks like she's in a music studio, but in the little booth they're in, it is very different. A sexy podcast studio. Yeah. I mean, I'll, mm. listen, we can ask each other these questions. Um, yeah. If someone was there feeding you lines, intimate lines to tell yeah. your partner, yeah. would you feel comfortable doing it or would you have a tough time with it? Hmm. If you're in Ryan's shoes, so to speak. Um, as the single person on this podcast, yeah. I'll sit this one out. Rob, what do you think? I don't know. Do you want to like uh, feed me lines to say to Puya? Is that, is that what we're going to try to uh, experiment to see if this would work? Right, Chappelle's eyes yeah. lit up, y'all. He's ready. Oh, that, that, I mean, we could, we could try it. It's not like I have anything prepared. Let me pull up my Google Doc. <clears throat> um, okay. Rob, uh, yes. tell tell Puya you want to irrigate his uh, area. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, irrigating his area. Okay, is this like yeah? You have uh, to tell him in your own words. In okay. your own words, don't use my words. Yeah, I guess it would be uncomfortable. It would be uh, <laughs> it'd be difficult to do that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll start yeah. with Puya. Puya. Puya is down. Puya is down. Let's go. Okay, Puya. Yeah. Um, tell Rob you want to feed him fruit. In your in your own words, Rob. No, specifically, gonna... specifically that you want to put your fruit in his mouth. <laughs> okay, so the first one I was a little bit more okay. Like, you know what? I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Rob, mm-hmm. I'm gonna feed you these melons <laughs> very slowly. Melons. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's right. Which which, which melon, Puya? All of specifically. them. Specifically, mm-hmm. I mean, which one? Honeydew. Watermelon. Honeydew? Honeydew's in the bin. We know this already. It is in the bin. Okay, cool. Just making sure. You got your test. We have standards. Yeah, we have standards here. It's a trash melon. I got to adjust the the climate in the studio (laughs) here. The banana. Getting hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Is that a bad, banana is not a melon. Stop it. Get out of here. Listen, you said no. fruit. You said fruit. I was. Uh, you said any mm-hmm. fruit I want. Listen, we're playing off of each other here. I, you, I said fruit. You said melon. I said which melon? You say banana. Mm-hmm. Stop Listen, it. Listen. Shout out Liana, who's definitely listening to this podcast. Appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Yes, um, Liana. If you if you're listening, please send us all the feedback about the melons that Puya likes to feed Rob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, for. Raj and Ryan, um, you know, it seems like that they ultimately do get the bedroom makeover that they're looking for. Uh, Melanie's going to basically break up their room into three areas. But Chappelle, yeah, they do end up with some like uh, permanent fixtures uh, in in their room. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, well, there's like a fireplace, right? Yeah. That they do in like one side of the room, which allows them to put up their painting. Raj is a, a, a jazz singer, and so she's very artsy in that way. And so they want to make sure they uh, explore that side. Yeah. And then in the middle, they have like the technical area that, um, that, um, right, well, Ryan was into. So they have like the television. It's not like this like ridiculous surround sound Bluetooth thing that he was trying to set up, but it's like a television that looks like a picture. Yeah, like also, a picture like, frame TV. Yeah, a picture frame TV. And then on the the third area is where you have like is it the sectional that leads to like the freaky stuff? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Melanie so you do really this- love the TV in the bedroom. Yeah, we see that in other episodes too. Um, and I've read that somewhere too that you should not. Like just hang out in your bed because it makes sleeping like harder. You know, like yes. you don't enjoy sleep as much if you're using your bed as basically like a couch or mm-hmm. you know, and you're just hanging out in there. So there are rooms. People have TV rooms. People have living rooms. People have dens. There are room game rooms. There are rooms where you can play games and watch TV. I think your bedroom is for bed, mm-hmm. and so um and whatever since that is. And so I think she was struggling with that, but I think she made it work to that. Yeah. I mean, now I will say you're not really meant to sleep in this room. You're meant to, you know. You're meant to stay up in this room if you if you catch my drift. So maybe the TV works, but also at the same time, personally, a TV never comes into play for me in the bedroom like that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, mean, I'm going to put on a dirty movie. Like, not. Nah. Uh, this was essentially my 90 day fiance. I would like a follow up with these show with these uh, people, you know, and to mm-hmm. find out how, how things are going. So I could, I could if I put that TV in my bedroom, I could watch some shows. There's some shows that I would I would seek out. Like what? Like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is perfect. Um, yeah. um, one of the things I noticed about the renovation portions of this uh, show is how it's filmed. Um, I've seen other HGTV shows and they just show like people working and you know, every now and then the host just jumps in and grabs like a hammer and hits something and then like, oh, okay, I did something. But here, like really zoom in on like the screwdriver screwing, the paint dripping off of the, uh, the paintbrush. Uh, anytime there's something being inserted into something else, they're like zooming in and slow motion um and i appreciated that because it does set the show apart thematically from everything else that you see so it's not just like a regular hgtv show with sex this is very much like no we're setting the mood throughout and so i really appreciated that yeah now one question when they're presenting when when uh, melanie's presenting this room to raj and ryan they get to the tv right Mm -hmm. and ryan points out at something and says is that a Aladdin's lamp? Is that a genie lamp over yeah, there? Yeah. That took me out. I was lost because it doesn't even look like a lamp. I don't know what Ryan thought that was, how he got there, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was actually a, a toy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're going to, we're going to get a lot of lessons into toys in this show. Um, things that vibrate, things that don't, things that are, are maybe more used for entry things manual like exit. automatic yeah. Addiction. Impact yeah. play yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. uh, uh of, of sort mm-hmm. there are, there are things everywhere yeah. Yeah. yeah and so um this was just again this is just to get you hooked on the show because it doesn't go there like it does in later episodes but this is kind of right. keep you interested again it's introductory yeah in the same way that melanie comes in and might like uh start with mm-hmm. okay here's here's an ostrich feather the show mm-hmm. is going to, you know, bring you along the same way. Right. If yeah. you started with the drainage system, then you really mm-hmm. probably you like, might you lose might, people. I, yeah. You might lose a few people. Now, if those people are lost, so be it. That's not for you. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. But this definitely kind of eases you in. Not, maybe maybe you're not OK with that on the, in the first episode. But maybe by the fourth or fifth episode, you're kind of more yeah. open to exploring 
why you would need a drain in the middle of this big ass room. Yeah. And like, I think the strategy they put out was phenomenal in that again, first couple, they are very open about stuff. They know exactly what they want. Second couple, they don't really know what they want, but they seem to want to like get that spark going that they have on vacations. The third couple, they have a kid and they're trying to like find a space where it's just for them and not for the kid as well. So you get the introductory and then later on it becomes a little bit more, okay, we want a lot more things, different things and so on. So again, I think they, they just, they did it really well. It's very well done. Unlike, you know, unlike a show like Sexy Beast that I did cover with Jenny Autumn off of Netflix, where there was no sense of direction and there was not a lot to talk about and it was not great. This is pretty, pretty damn good. Do you think that the Sexy Beast could have benefited from more sex dungeons as opposed to people being like out for brunch? You know, it is possible. It is possible. But like, I feel like a lot of the instruments, toys, tools, uh, surfaces would be lost because of the outfits that are being worn Mm -hmm. you know they Mm -hmm. can be limiting the sensations could be limiting the pleasure could be limiting what if they just like were sitting in uh say a sex dungeon oh like for a mood setter yeah that could work that could work like on a sibian (laughs) oh okay i think the sibian Uh, would be bad for audio yeah if it's shaking up the mic Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, i think it's loud yeah I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Let's talk about Hannah and Wesley, uh, the third couple that we meet. Uh, Puya referenced them. They have a small child who apparently has uh, a whole room for a trampoline. Uh, There is no space for Hannah and Wesley to find any time for adult time. Enter. Here comes uh, here comes Melanie to try to fix up this situation. Yeah, and um, this is our intro to the third type of couple. We're again, again, we talked about the ones who kind of know what they want, the couple that doesn't know what they want that much. This is a couple that has a family, and that we're going to see that throughout as well. Yeah, um, something about having kids just distract you from a level of intimacy that you might have had before you had kids. Um, and so, or at say. least that's what Melanie says. I, I can't relate, Rob. Uh, but um, again, this is uh, not my neck of the woods. But for this couple, there's just like. My three-year-old is taking over. And I know the three-year-olds do that. They don't really know boundaries. Yeah, they're learning still, but they love toys and not the same type that we've been talking about. So there's like Legos and all kinds of like plastic items around the house that you were like, just throw this in your in your room. We got you a toy box or whatever for this stuff. So this kid's stuff is just taking over. The trampoline is bigger than his bedroom, but it's in his bedroom because they haven't <laughs> had time to put it up outside. His bed is now down the hall and what looks like maybe like a guest room that it's it's too big for as well. So Melanie is disgusting it by the level of stuff that this kid has everywhere mm. so she's like just take me to the area for the sex room so we've seen like the secret like a uh, basement area we've seen the master bedroom but this is the first time we found a legit studio apartment size basement with all the fixings honestly they go down there and this room is about the size of the house it seems like it's yeah. just kind of like almost like a, a third floor um and 
I started to wonder how much, how expensive was this house? This house is huge. Um, but that's the space that Melanie's going to turn into the sex dungeon for this t- couple. This yeah. was my favorite. This was my favorite room of the three rooms in the first two episodes. I am, have always been a sucker for a secret room and the bookshelf Murphy doors was so good. Okay. Top so notch. They have a three year old, Hannah and Wesley. Chappelle, at what age do you think? the child discovers the entryway to the parents secret sex dungeon. And how big of a number does that do on the child? I was thinking about that. Honestly, as someone who educates children and has to deal with their, uh, their traumas when they come to school. Um, I could just imagine like the second grader who's like, "Hey, Hey, you know, found a secret passage. I'm like, hey, go sit down. And they're like, no, I need to tell you about this. And they started talking and you're like, keep mm-hmm. your family's business to yourself, but also your head just like, oh God. You know, like at the at the PTA meetings, you're kind of looking at them like, okay, I know y'all. I've heard about you. Um, So I don't think it would take long. Honestly, three-year-olds get into a lot of stuff. Now, yeah. I didn't get behind a secret you know, uh, passageway. That's probably the best way to go. But right. this three-year-old is going to find that room one day. And I just, yeah, I really wish it was a little bit more discreet. Like I know it's already behind a hidden wall, but if you could have just not is there put a up button, Puya, to open the bookcase? Like, was it? Is it just gonna? Because like kids, are, kids are gonna like uh, run it. Like, you think my kids aren't running into walls nonstop? Right. It didn't look like there was a button. I think there's a lock on the inside, but that's only if you're inside that you're going to be able to lock it from the inside. I feel like a button could have been a shout. I feel like, you know, not one of those hidden book, take, open what this book, like just swivel it open. print that you need to yes. scan? Or yeah. a eye scan. Yeah, something like yeah. that would be a shout. Yeah. Okay, so we're back on the red notice. Yeah. Okay, now what about or, laser grid? Yeah. There was, <laughs> did either of you watch the leftovers? No. Okay. All right. Uh, well, well, what sorry, is the plan Rob. on the leftovers, Rob? What do <laughs> they mean, do? I mean, there is like different devices that you could use to like identify the person trying to open the the door to the room. This is a sex room too, so you could be very creative mm-hmm. with what devices mm-hmm. you use to mm-hmm. open that door. Like if you don't have yeah. yeah, if you don't have all the tools, then you can't get in. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it is. But and then and honestly, this for me, this was the most discreet room of the people who have kids. Cause in some of the later episodes, they're like, I got three kids, but I want to turn my master bedroom into a sex room. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. We <laughs> talked about uh, you know, comparing this to a podcast room, but you would be able to speak confidently that your kids cannot stay out of your podcast room. No, they're like walking in the middle of like, I'm like, get out of here. What do you, but yeah, good luck as if you're a parent trying to keep your kids out of like walking into your uh, bedroom. Rob, do you avoid locking the the room? Like, is that something you don't really want to have to wait, do? Wait, is lock be- the- bedroom or a podcast no, this room? room when you're recording and stuff? No, it's uh, it's almost never locked. Uh, I will sometimes close the door just because there's usually a lot of yelling that goes on elsewhere in the house. Gotcha. Uh, but um, no, it's never like I don't think I've ever locked the door to this room. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I have emergency. on occasion locked the bedroom door. Yeah, Makes as you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And for me, I just really want people to understand that when you turn this, your master bedroom into one of these rooms, people, yeah, results may vary as far as your visitors go. You know, it could be a child and, you know, kids are, kids get into stuff. I don't care what you say. Kids get into stuff. And so like, I'm mm-hmm. definitely a nosy, I was a nosy ass child. 
I was going. I was if there was a room Not in the house, Chappelle. I was going to go in there. Yeah, <laughs> me, Chappelle was nosy and was talking about it. So if I was going to find a room like that, I was definitely holding a podcast at school the next day mm-hmm. and telling all everybody about it. I remember when I discovered the attic; it was the craziest thing. I was like, "There's a room and there's pink shit up there." And it's just like the insulation. I was like, yeah. "You can't walk." I was like, "It's like the floor is lava. You can't touch the pink stuff because you'll fall through the roof." That's what they told me. You know, I, I legit was exploring every inch of the house, and so uh, I am worried about this couple. Not this couple as much as others, but I definitely know that when the son walks down there and sees this huge ass shower, this like like twelve foot walk in shower, mm-hmm. that there are going to be some questions. Yeah. So Hannah is a little bit more of the person who is uh, pursuing the adult activities. Uh, Wesley is a lot more reserved. He says he can't keep up with her. He had to listen to abstinence tapes uh growing up now i had never heard of abstinence tapes if you told me about abstinence tape i'd be like oh that's like where they sort of look like a chastity belt ah. <laughs> no yeah so do we have so the tapes where you listen to them and they would they're kind of like when you're trying to quit smoking tapes is that what it mm-hmm. was because i didn't yeah did, i'm assuming did Brittany from big brother record them yeah it's it's one of those things where you know certain religious backgrounds really try to um promote modesty in that way Mm -hmm. and they really want you to understand that sex is bad at least from their point of view and so or at least it's bad until marriage and even even then sometimes you know it's not it's not the thing that you should be talking about they're very like i say modest or conservative in that way and so he he grew up listening to tapes that told you if you if you have sex, you're going to die or, you, you know, your, your junk's going to fall off. He, he was mm-hmm. uh, completely conditioned to um, to believe that. I'm, I'm sure he heard a tape that said, like, hair will grow on your hand or you'll go blind, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and so they're, they're out there and he's still suffering from that. He's still trying to shake himself from that uh, experience or that programming. Uh, but luckily, his wife is a little bit more uh, open to that kind of stuff. She's definitely the more... Um, she has a higher sex drive, if you will. Um, and he was even saying that in their bedroom, after they finally get their kid to sleep, they, they do like three things. They're either going to like watch TV, eat or sleep and or, or have sex. I'm sorry. And then he's like, in that order, I'm always pick. Yeah. Well, he's always going to pick food. He's and pick she's food. always picking sex. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. and there are ways to incorporate both. They don't really talk about it, but you can do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to uh, go and, and try some stuff out. Um, they're going to go and uh, visit uh, Mistress Devi mm-hmm. and 46. 46 yes, and is 46. Uh, the uh, the sub of Mistress, Mistress Devi. Devi. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming 46 was like, yeah, they can they can be here for this session because they were really in the middle of, of stuff when they walked into this room and just watched them play it out for a 46. while. 46 doesn't have a choice. 46 is not in this, in this role. 46 does not have the choice. Uh, Mistress Devi said they will be here for this. And 46 said, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we get to watch interaction. 46 is in uh, various levels of uh, BDSM attire, um, very much being uh, dominated in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, Again, this is just Melanie trying to gauge, okay, when y'all say y'all want to explore kinks, how can you talking? We'd already seen her dump out her bag of tricks again. She started with the riding crop, threw a butt plug into the mix just to see. And they didn't seem opposed. Mm-hmm. So she said, okay, let's do yeah. it. Because one of the things that this couple struggles with is that, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, the, the guy. It's Wesley. 
Wesley, yeah. Wesley is huge. He's tall. He's very tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife is, yeah, his wife is not. Uh, so she, they're trying to figure out how to level the playing field, if you will, uh, with some of the height differences that they have uh, and involved in their sex life. Yeah. So yeah, they were showing a, what was it, a tantric chair, which would help them get into positions better. I'm mm-hmm. about this chair. The chair looked good. It was a good chair. chair. The chair hey. seemed good. Chair seemed good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had not been, again, Here, here's me showing my whole ass again i had not known about the inversion table sure i knew like hey like uh, my back is in traction get me in the inversion table did not know did not know about the uses for the inversion table and now you do now i do i do now i do multifunctional yeah i for one would not want to be upside down uh, I think I would also not want to be on it personally, myself yeah. on it. I don't think but... I need the blood rushing uh, like to my head. Mm-hmm. And Chappelle's silence is speaking for itself. So I think I'm, I'm uh, starting to split. Uh, I, put, me on, put me on the table. That, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. There Why we go. not? Put me on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let the blood rush. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah. Rob, so one of the lines Wesley says in this episode is he when they were describing their sex life, he's like, yeah, I would say we're we're like spicy, like a clam chowder with a dash of Tabasco. A is that spicy? That, 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 that tells that, me it's that not that spicy. That sounds very unspicy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think that maybe um, he's the clam chowder, and um, perhaps then um, Hannah is the Tabasco. Tabasco. Yeah. 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 I've never had clam chowder before. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Tabasco, it's, not the best hot sauce. You're not missing much. Yeah. yeah it's fine. I know, okay. I have a yeah. shellfish allergy, it's, so I avoid crabs at most. You know, at all costs. True. Anyway. It's pretty mid. Okay. okay. Ross, okay. clam chowder or stew? Um. Mm. Is clam chowder stew? Is clam chowder stew? I, I mean, I think if I had to, uh, I think I would go with uh, New England clam chowder over stew. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Put that in the Good notes. Put that in the notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put that in the notes next to the riding crop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was like um, a cold enough day outside, like I think that maybe uh, like I, the right mood could strike me for uh, New England clam chowder, but probably never going to say like, uh, let me hit that stew. Gotcha. Yeah. If I have a choice. If you have a choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the inversion table that they end up getting here, uh, they end up combining the St. Andrew's cross and an inversion table, a brand new invention. Uh, I've seen it before. Oh, but it was, uh, you know, you know uh, online, um, mm-hmm. anecdotally, you know, yes. in my research for, for yeah. this um, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was cool to see. Um, again, it's going to serve its purpose in multiple ways. Um, as mm-hmm. we know, people use uh, people are binding each other to that cross and to that table. And now it flips. And mm-hmm. so you can get creative with whatever you want to use it for. But the goal here is to, again, uh figure out this height discrepancy between right. the two of them because with him being so tall you have to have something that's either going to like either going to lower him or ri- lift her up and so mm-hmm. i think the st andrews cross inverted table is a good way to do that mm-hmm. yeah it's a good hybrid model to uh, have in their sex room sure uh anything else you want to talk about with hannah and wesley they were the couple that really took to the ropes was that them? oh yeah she liked the ropes yeah 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 
She liked the robes. She wasn't really a big fan of a certain thing, certain things in the house. Cause like she was watching the mistress, uh, the dominatrix, uh, beat the hell out of, uh, 46. Right. Yeah. She's just like, she's, she's going to beat them up. 46 is down there struggling. It is. It's which it seems like they're happy. Um, mm-hmm. but this wasn't Hannah. It's like cup of tea. You know, uh, they were saying that they felt like they were thrown into varsity BDSM. Uh, and they yeah. definitely should have been like at a JUCO or a community college version of BDSM, like tiptoe mm-hmm. in. And so maybe mm-hmm. not the full mask, maybe not the the, the ball gag, but you know, just say Andrew Cross, you know, and yeah. then we'll just slow slowly walk our way into this. Um, but yes, Rob, did you, uh, since we all went to the third episode, we do know how this room turns out, and it's ridiculous how big and nice this room is i mean uh my only issue is the wallpaper and stuff it's kind of it's very sexual i mean obviously the room is but again if what the three-year-old walks in yeah but no, uh, it's not in ways but if the three-year-old if kid walks, walks in, in yeah it's yeah. over it's curtains yeah, yeah. and i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure a three-year-old probably won't know but this kid one day is going to be six seven eight because here's the thing these rooms you can't keep them like this you have to renovate this room again because at, at one point you're going to have a teenager who knows about this room and that it should be your worst nightmare it's a ticking time bomb yeah it is and it is going to explode and not in a good way mm-hmm. you're saying there's an expiration room on this room at some point it gets repurposed that's or right. yeah that's right yeah but even yeah. how do you how do you do that like what if your child is there while you're deciding to remodel let's say he's 14 years old you've managed to keep this room for whatever reason for that long and it, you're like okay i need to take the penis shower hooks out without being seen, you know, or maybe, maybe you are so open with your child to where this is not so so taboo, you know, where it's just like sex is a thing that happens and that they're okay with it. And they don't really acknowledge it again for the kid like me. You don't want to let me see this because I'm going to steal one of those shower hooks and take it to school (laughs) and put it on TikTok. (laughs) Right. We're definitely going viral. We're Mm -hmm. definitely going viral the day I find the secret dungeon. So, you know, not for anything. Also, um, a lot of kids have the, netflix and um this is not gonna be like you know it's not just a completely discreet like also like you when you appear on the show i think also everybody in your orbit potentially is gonna watch this show and when they come down the basement like hey let's check this can i can i see it can i i mean if you don't think there's like 13 14 year olds right now who you know let me look up sex on netflix because you know kids be doing that so they'll search it up they'll see this if you don't think there's kids right now searching their house for a secret room for sure this has got some of them thinking like let me see if there's something like that in my house right Mm -hmm. i I was talking about this uh last week i talked i watched uh seeking sister wives uh with uh jason reed and uh we were talking about how that there are like some teenagers like in in that show that are just sort of like at the breakfast table like okay i hope we <laughs> try to not be on camera to, to, don't really just trying to get it just get my breakfast and 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 not really uh like have all the kids at school know i'm on this show uh-huh and now these kids at school are going to be at the playground and see your your parents drop you off you know and then well, i know that lady and she looked familiar is mm-hmm. the one with the sex room she the one with the with the saint andrews right. uh crossing also you know, so yeah she probably, I think after you appear on how to build a sex room i bet that there are probably some of your neighbors and members of your community that are like hey can we stop by can we <laughs> swing over you might have protesters outside your house, but then at the same time, you might have like people coming over and just being like, I'll swing by, you know, mm-hmm. or, or 
I watch the show. And so I would like to see it up close. You know, at the very least, you're going to have people saying, oh, I'll come over for dinner. But the whole time they're there is like, so any any anything uh, else you haven't shown me? Enough? Any bookshelf uh, that I saw on TV. Yeah, this is an interesting shelf you got here. What if I just pushed it? Like, no, no. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just want to explore it. I'm nosy. I'm going to go look every time. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I will say the first couple, the one we talked about with the latch in the laundry room to go downstairs, I thought it was an interesting choice to say caution adults at play on it because it took the, the secret out of it. I don't um, want it to be a secret. It, I mean, well, it is have, already behind one secret passage. Right. You really have to be looking to, to mm. get there, I guess. You're already right. sort yeah. of like in the danger zone, I think, at that yeah. point. Yeah. If you have a sex room built, isn't it your responsibility to show people said sex room? Like you show me yours, I show you mine. Like you know, I just feel like you went through all of this trouble. You have this immaculate ass room, like right. the, the the dungeon, oh, the dungeon, the basement that they had before that they were clearly already having sex in. They were already doing it down there anyway. Like it's like it looked like like the basement from Home Alone. It really was like the creepiest basement. And this this they they're already doing it down there. You could tell by the like the ghetto Christmas light fixtures that they had up. Like they were down yeah. there they doing did stuff. Did have lighting already. down there that was interesting, yeah. It was interesting yeah, and, lighting. And she so, did say like I'm I'm really into exposed brick and lights. Uh I, like uh, which mm-hmm. were the two ingredients in that basement. <laughs> she already both, had all the things yeah, she needed. Both wall yeah. exposed brick and um his exposed brick. Hey-o. If you will. Yeah, and so, so I, I, there's, there's no way you don't show this off. That's why they're on the show. You have to let people yeah. know this exists. So this is never like it was a secret in quotation marks. But this is very much now a like, hey, come over to our house. Let me show you something cool type situation. It's like when mm-hmm. people get a man cave. You know, it's like it's my man cave, but also I'm inviting everybody in here for just a little bit. You got to look around, check it out, and then you can go. Should we talk about a couple of the other couples just uh, sort of uh, that I, I know we're only uh, really focused on the first two episodes, uh, but Chappelle, you want to just like highlight a couple of the other couples yeah, we'll meet would, along the way? I would love to know because I, I'm in the dark right now. I'd love to hear more. Yeah, let's uh, talk coming attractions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see Orlando and Matthew. Uh, and I think that what's uh, interesting about Orlando and Matthew, uh, aside from uh, being the first gay couple that we see on the show is that Chappelle, they specifically seem to be asking for exactly like the opposite of what the previous couples uh, wanted and say that that would be like very tacky to have like, well, we don't, we don't want any like red lighting, red leather. Uh, like that would be like, that would be uh, really just like tacky and cheap and we would hate that. Mm, they, 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 this couple is struggling with uh, that they're a long distance couple, Puya. So they are flying in uh, a lot okay. of times to visit each other. And so um, I don't remember which couple is doing the commuting, but uh, when they get to the uh, apartment, he, he wants to feel like it's a part of it's yeah. their apartment. Like they want to feel like, okay, even though they have a long distance, they want to still feel that attraction and to, uh, to have some ownership uh, over their uh, sexual identities in that space. And so they very much are leaning into a lot of the leather, a lot of like uh, the, uh, the things that the other couples wanted to be more subtle. Again, these other couples are like either starting a family or, you know, like I think, I think the first couple really was like, they're, they're down for whatever, honestly, but they just wanted to keep their room kind of a certain way. But this couple here is like, no, 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 we don't get to have sex n- enough. And so we're going to set it up. They even put a webcam in their, uh, in their sex room because because of the long distance, he wants to be able to watch him yeah. as he's just like hanging out, playing oh. with the toys while he's not there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it, it, kind, it, it, it kind of is a, like a podcast room. 
It really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, except it, very nasty. Like, like, and I didn't wait. It was. It was a freaky yeah. shit. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, that's one of the other couples uh, we're gonna meet along the way. Uh, there's Shanika and Matthew, uh, who um, they are another set of parents, uh, and they are going for more of the bedroom makeover. Okay. Yeah. But they're the ones who I had the issue with, uh, with the with the amount of kids. I think they have three kids. And it's just like, and you want to turn your bedroom into this? She I has just three kids and four jobs. Yeah, and I'm just like, lady, come on, man. Like, yeah, you, you got to know these kids are going to get in there. And I mean, and that's and that's okay. But yeah. I mean, decorative ain't no plugs. Like, and they're like stainless steel. I mean, it's very fancy looking. Magnetic. But eventually, these, yeah. these kids are going to realize what's happening in that room. And I, again, that that's fine as long as you know you, you have that kind of relationship with your kids. But just know, kids talk a lot. Yeah, and, well, and so they will tell your business. Chappelle, the problem that I had was that when uh, we see uh, Melanie go through the closet, uh, she finds Chucky. She's like, "You've got an effing Chucky in here." Yeah, Shanika and Matthew had a lot of issues. I think one of their biggest issues, aside from that they have children, uh, is that <laughs> they don't they don't have sex at all, Puya. They just don't. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, we don't have sex often, and he's very clearly like, no, we don't have sex. That's the okay. sentence. Mm-hmm. And so what what's happening here is that there is a lack of intimacy, and there are, she does have four to, jobs. Yeah, they're trying to really make, and I don't think this actually. I don't think this is the couple with the kids I was talking about. Um, so we'll put a pin to that. But um, no, I, did, I think to, they were right. I, I don't remember because yeah. it was less about the kids and more about the fact that they just don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really because it seems like Matthew is not um, not doing the things that are necessary to kind of get her juices flowing, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And so. Uh, the Chucky doll in the closet is one of the, the things. Improper that, irrigation. Is that what you're saying, Chappelle? Uh, very much so. Uh, yeah. And so she, the Chucky doll in the closet does not help. <laughs> they have the most hideous bed. I'm talking about, I was complaining about the bed on the floor, but this huge ass like wooden oak bed with the four like post or whatever. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. Very old um, school bed. Yeah, not old school. Have, it's like if you were like made a bed like in a forest of like, they like, here's like four <laughs> oak trees. Uh-huh. Put the right in the middle of that. Yeah. Right. And then they have two televisions in their room. Like we already talked about Melanie not liking TV. They have two TVs in the room in the same spot, like just perpendicular to each well, <laughs> parallel to each other. And they're watching them at the same time because he likes to play video games and she likes to watch TV. Like, that is if a we horrible one, choice. Right. Mm. If we thought one bedroom with a one television was bad, like like this add two. So yeah, so they we struggle. can do our own thing. Right, they struggle a lot with doing their own thing. It's it's very much their thing, mm-hmm. and so uh, she's like trying to take the two of them and put them together, um, physically in in multiple ways. You know, just because they don't seem to have it all. So I think eventually they end up with the stripper pole, mm-hmm. and again, it just your kids are going to see that. And there's nothing wrong with having a stripper pole in your in your bedroom. If that's what you're into, uh, but you got to know, kids be talking. Yeah, Chappelle, can we also just uh, briefly touch on? Uh uh Soraya and Lester uh yes but that would be difficult because Soraya and Lester are a poly couple so they're polyamorous and so although they are seen as a couple initially there's actually five seven of them it's seven of them all there's seven there's seven total and and we find out that Soraya and Lester are divorced but they are dating 
Yes, they they were okay. previously married. They got divorced, and then Soria has gone out, and she has made other friends and other relationships. Mm-hmm. And so they have all decided that they can handle this uh, all together. So I like again, I didn't think we we're going to talk about this episode in depth. So I don't have everyone's name. That's fine. Was, That's fine. We're oh, just yeah. yeah. This is just yeah. like the the flyover. Yeah, but for what it looks like, it looks like four men and two women, uh, or three or five men and two women at this point in this relationship. This is the this is the. Uh, the relationship that has the drain on the floor for water mm-hmm. sports, um, showers and other, and other, um, mm-hmm. blue, blue conceited people, um, tasks. Uh, they also have, uh, and, and, but I like, I like this episode because Melanie takes real care in addressing what each person in the relationship needs. So although right. it was brought to her as Soraya and Lester, she goes to this each is a group of them project. Says, this is a group project. And so all of them are in a relationship together. And so it's not like, oh, we just need to cater to Soraya and Lester's needs. We really do need to take into consideration what everybody else needs. Mm-hmm. And so she goes from room to room and she's like, what do you want? And so, oh, you want ropes? Okay. Writes that down in yeah. her, uh, in her, uh, in the mood board. Um, and then she moves on to the next person. Yeah. And oh, you might have a voyeur in that yeah. uh, relationship. It's a window built- for that guy. And she built one and yeah. with a camera set up, you know? And so, she's doing what needs to be done for this particular relationship. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, that's why Melanie is at the top of her field, the top sex room designer in the world. Yeah. Um, 10 years in the game at the very least. And so I I think she, after this, she's probably going to have, and and people love her for it. And I I could see more of this happening for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. How to build a sex room. Well, we get season two Chappelle. Uh, I hope so. I, I'm going to be covering it on the 90 Day Fiance feed with Puya. So, oh, <laughs> news to me, but I'll take it. It'll be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Puya and I will be breaking down every episode and giving you the ins and outs of this uh, popular show after we cover 90 Day and the Single Life and whatever this new show is Puya is ca- talking about. So, yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say I've not seen it in the top 10 on Netflix, which gives me some worry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did it was uh, look at that. It was trending. But not in the top 10. It was just trending. On it is, is it possible that they would not have it beyond the top 10, even if it is so that kids don't get access to it or don't necessarily see it? Or is that a thing they don't necessarily like look for or care about? Yeah, that is interesting. Um, yeah, hmm. I can't think of anything else as, in quotation marks, scandalous. But they don't hide. Like, I mean, they do have a fair stuff. share of scandalous uh, content on the Netflix. But in the top ten, you know, like, I mean, like, I feel like, like the, highlighting it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh well, I'm the Pitch Avril was like number one, wasn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, to but be what, fair, you have to get like six, seven episodes in before you saw um, Peen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, again, remember Dominic was thinking, "Hey, Mike Myers, I know that guy. I should watch that." So yeah, if, you're hiding, true. If, if you're hiding anything from people, you definitely want to hide the creator of Shrek. You know, and his full Monty, um, but then they did not. So I could imagine that they wouldn't hide this. I just think it hasn't. It takes a minute for you to uh, to get there to to get to the to the point where this is a top ten show. And I, so I think it's going to pick up um, popularity probably as as time goes on. People are going to like it, but yeah. at first, people have to be you know. It's you very well like, done. Yeah, but people are kind of probably afraid of the title. You know, how to build a sex room probably makes you think, ooh, like a. Uh, is this, this is going to be too nasty for me? Is it going to be too much for me? But I really think since it's so well done and that they ease you into it, I think ultimately there's a good finish to it and you'll enjoy it. Okay. All right. Chappelle, should we talk about what we're going to watch next week? Yeah. Um, so 
Netflix, of course, has done their top 10 movies uh, right now. And so number one is Girl in the Picture. And I know that they will be covering that on Crime Scene. Um, mm-hmm. I have seen it. It's good. And so I cannot wait for Amari and Sarah Carradine to talk about it. Um, my Netflix top 10 still has them in front Toronto as number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, The Dark Knight was in it. Dark Knight Rises was in it. It was like, uh, it's yes. at seven. Yes, yeah. Seven. Big Daddy somehow has become the number nine movie in the U.S. Rob, is this yep. shenanigans? They just added it. Yeah. It, but when you add Big Daddy, is everybody like, oh shit, you know, I gotta go watch it. Like, <laughs> well, I think they, it's not just added, I think it's also featured. Like, I think it's like that they get rights to Big Daddy and then it's like, hey, everybody, check out what's on here. Big, uh, you know. They front page it. Right. Yeah. Big Daddy's fun. Yeah. Mean like Girls that. is back and it's number five. Yes. Mean Girls being back is is also something like you're like, huh, why did this happen? But I'm not mad at it. I love Mean Girls. Um Same. Wanted is on here. Oh, I have a question about the Netflix algorithm. What does your wanted um like uh icon look like? Uh, Angelina Jolie with her ha- uh fingers on her lip. Yeah, mine too. Rob, is yours the same? Yeah. Yeah. So my question is, because we just watched the Sex Rome uh, movie, is that what everybody got? Because I know that Wanted Let's is not see. about Angelina uh, Jolie with her finger on her lip. It's I'm going to okay. yeah. I went over to Liana's account to see mm-hmm. what the logo is okay. for Liana. Where's the top 10 movies here? Hold there on. we go. Sam That's Moore, who's in the studio, same. saying his is, his is different. Oh. <laughs> well, Liana and I got the same one. We both got oh, well, Angelina Jolie. Actually, <laughs> he has Angelina Jolie. Like, uh, I, I would say that this was even more suggestive. The one that Sam oh. has of like uh, the Angelina Jolie is like on top of a guy. Like, Sam, uh, what are you watching on Netflix? Yeah, yes, Sam. Sam is our guest. When like, we talk we just about had, that. like, okay, here's Angelina Jolie, but he that uh, he that Angelina Jolie has tackled a man in his poster. <laughs> right. This, this wanted for the people who haven't seen it. Angelina Jolie probably has 20 lines in a movie that she's in the entire time. And it's not about her. It is not about her. She is just there. You would not know that looking at uh, this ne- the Netflix uh, icon that we are looking at. So, um, yeah, just wondering. I was just wondering if the sex room was doing <laughs> things to, to the system. OK, right. Um, we also have some things coming this week on to Netflix. Yes. Besides uh, the people in the sex room. So, uh, I don't know if anything that's too exciting. Uncharted is going to be hitting Netflix on Friday. Oh, and that's a new movie that came out this past year. Yeah, pretty new release uh, is going to be hitting here. Um, Let's see. Resident (laughs) Evil is hitting Netflix. D.B. Cooper, Where Are You? Whatever that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Show called How to Um, Change Your Mind. Yeah, I don't know. And none of this stuff is really jumping out to me. I'm looking at the top 10 shows. The Lincoln Lawyer is still in the top 10. All-American, which is extremely Pirate boring. Gold. Yeah, The Unexplained, which we talked about a little bit. It's kind of like a, like an Unsolved Mysteries type situation, maybe. No, mm-hmm. And then uh, Boo Bitch is uh, also a show. Oh, um, I guess yeah. it's like a teenage series. I don't know. There's a lot going on, but I don't know if there's anything. Did you see the P. Diddy documentary was out? I thought that was yes. pretty cool. I didn't watch it, but I saw that I saw it existed. Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of options i don't know maybe we should go to our listeners again and see what people want us to talk about i know uh sasha recently mentioned to me like an interactive bollywood movie that's coming to netflix or that might be on netflix one of those systems where you go in and and, yeah. and choose your own adventure or something um and so it'd be fun to have sasha take us through that yeah. i don't know might be tough yeah. to talk about on a podcast because uh that uh, your experiences may vary but maybe we can compare notes i think that would be fun especially because mm-hmm. i know you and sasha talked about uh something R-R-R, bollywood yeah 
Right. And so that's not quite Bollywood. So maybe this will be the place where we really get to explore Bollywood on Rob has a podcast. Yeah. I feel like the two of you are sorted for the week after with the movie, the gray man that's coming out. I feel Mm. like that would be an easy decision, but next week. Yeah. I feel like the listeners will hook you up for sure on, on what to do, what to watch. Would you come, would you come back to talk to us about the gray man? If I have not showed my whole ass today and People are happy. Yeah, I would love to come back. Of course, count me in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. For the are- listeners, I can assure you, this is a video podcast, and he has not shown his old ass. No. Yeah. Despite despite your poll that y'all uh, <laughs> sent me on on the nothing but Netflix account. <laughs> well, it would be funny because I was on the first time on nothing but Netflix to talk Red Notice, and this would be the Gray Man. So. Mm-hmm. Movies with with color in the title. Uh, yes. Maybe I'll be there. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Is it All friend? Right. Puyo, what's coming up for you this week? Uh, let's see. So obviously Big Brother has now uh, started. Uh, I was on the live feed update with Taryn this past week. I will continue to do Friday morning updates for the season. So that'll be a lot of fun. 90 Day Fiance. Rob, yes. I had my very own partner on last week. I will be having my very own partner on this week to talk about this week's episode of 90 Day Fiance. Should be a good time. I've dove into watching Love in Paradise, which was a it's a hidden gem on Discovery Plus. That's from the same producers of 90 Day, which has been wild. So I definitely do recommend people watch that. Aside mm-hmm. from that, also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I'm there three, four times a week. We do a weekly game with with a lot of the podcasters that is going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sundays for the duration of the Big Brother season. And other than that, Rob, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. So thank you for all the content. You do enjoy it. Oh, well, look, thank you. Uh, I've very much have been enjoying your 90 Day Fiance podcast, Puya. So uh, looking forward to uh, hearing Liana back this week. And it was so nice to have you join us for How to Build a Sex Room. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I mean that. You betcha. (laughs) Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Uh, Puya's right. I have a ton of podcasts to listen to, so thank you for that. Um, recently, I was on the premiere of Big Brother 24, and mm-hmm. so I was there at the high point of the season the so high far. The point of the season. It peaked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it did. It did. And uh, we're about to see what happens after the that. exploding and luckily, porta-potties. Yeah. Right. Luckily, the highlight. I won't. I won't be there for what happens next. <laughs> so got mm-hmm. in and got out. Uh, but um, yeah, so that'll be fun. I'll also be watching the Big Brother coverage. And whenever you want me to uh, to come on, I'll be happy to talk about that in the future. So if you're a Big Brother fan or just a fan of me, check that out. Uh, but also, I'm still covering P-Valley on the Purple Pants podcast with Bryce and Dr. Sharia Lloyd um, from Survivor China. And so uh, this week we will be, uh, I think, on the fifth or sixth episode of the season. So we're on the the downside of the season at this point. Um, And so trying to wrap that up. And I'm very excited to talk to Bryce as usual. Check out the Purple Pants podcast. I cannot promote it enough. Bryce is doing such good work over there. Um, And also, I don't, I don't think I think I have something else coming up this week, but I can't really remember what it is. So if uh, if it comes to me, I'll mention it on something else. But this has been a, a good time talking to you and Puya, at least about this. And so I'm looking forward to what we're going to talk about on Netflix next week. All right. Thank you so much for joining us again on Nothing But Netflix. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed. Go to robinswebsitecom slash Netflix feed. We appreciate your feedback and your star ratings. If you think we deserve it, I, I don't want to put that on you. Just just do it because you have to. If you if you think if you think we earned it here talking about all of the sex rooms, uh, let us know over at robinswebsitecom slash Netflix feed. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.